Welcome to Magic with Gadgets, brought to you by RecipeThis.com. I am Samantha, your host, and love to chat about the magic of kitchen gadgets for easy, delicious and cheap everyday cooking. Did you know that we have a free instant pot pressure cooker mini course? It runs for five days, is delivered by email, covers five important instant pot topics and includes a free PDF and free recipes. Simply head over to RecipeThis.com and search mini course for full details. talk instant pot potatoes perfect for getting potatoes on the dinner table fast quite often you see people are searching in google for the fastest way to cook a potato well it doesn't get any better than cooking potatoes in an instant pot or another brand of electric pressure cooker it's just genius and one of the best uses you'll ever find for the instant pot and of course it is ideal for if you are brand new to the instant pot and want something simple uh, that won't terrify you thinking I've got to use x amount of buttons I've got to do this I've got to do that I've got to do the other it's literally a case of adding your trivet some water in the bottom and plonking in some potatoes and it's just amazing if you think of it from a time point of view you know if you were doing uh, baked potatoes for example and they were really big and you were cooking them normally in the oven you could be talking an hour and a half for them to cook in the oven whilst you can quickly load them into the instant pot and 30 minutes later you have perfect instant pot baked potatoes so what do potatoes taste like when they've been cooked in the instant pot well basically because you are cooking them out of the water i.e on the trivet they are like just regular steamed potatoes like how potatoes taste when you use a traditional food steamer and you know um, they're not going to be crispy unless you place them in the air fryer afterwards or use an air fryer lid so kind of expect um, them to be just like if you went to a restaurant a healthy restaurant of course and had some steamed salmon and potatoes it's just be the same thing so what I love to do the most when it comes to potatoes with the instant pot is I like to batch cook them what I will often do is I'll be thinking, right, I want some potatoes that I can quickly reheat for dinner two or three times this week. So on Sunday as part of some meal prep, I can put on kind of eight or nine medium to large potatoes in the instant pot, pressure cook them, and then once they've cooled, I can place them in the fridge and they're perfect for reheating later. Ideal for if you would have baked potatoes more than once in a week, it saves you cooking them twice. And that leads me to something else that I love to do. And I consider myself a yellow stickers hoarder. Yellow stickers, if you're not aware of them, which unless you've uh, been not been listening to me for a while, then you might not have. Uh, yellow stickers is basically the clearance. It's the colour of the stickers that goes on the food that's reduced down to a special price um, because it needs eating as soon as possible. Otherwise, it's going to go off. So grocery stores tend to do this so that they can get rid of some food that they would 
otherwise just placing the bins. So it's a great use of getting stuff at a ridiculously reduced price while the supermarkets are still making some money off the item rather than none at all. You'll also find this applies to meat that's on its use-by date. You can often get this for half price or sometimes even more. Well, potatoes is one of the great things for getting on yellow stickers because, you know, they've got a very short shelf life uh, from the point of having the sticker on. So the supermarkets or grocery stores want rid of them as soon as possible. I remember being in England um, in the summer of 2018 and we were in Asda just before it was closing for the day and they had lots and lots of potatoes that were on yellow sticker and it was like a pack of uh, four good quality baked potatoes for 10 pence. You know, that's ridiculously cheap. So what I did is I bulk bought them and I threw them into the Instant Pot and turned it into like a potato version of Sloppy Joe's. It was kind of um, too thick to be a soup, um, but still creamy and delicious and yummy. And we had it on some bread that we'd also got on uh, yellow stickers as well. And it was just amazing deal. You know, we were traveling at the time, so we could only buy so many and it was for what we were eating that day. But if I saw those yellow stickers again now and I was at home under normal, regular circumstances, I would have bought all 10 packs of those potatoes. So if you think that each pack had four potatoes, I would have bought 40 of them. You know, it would have been a fantastic deal because, you know... um, I'd have paid such a ridiculously low price for it. I would have then cooked them in two batches in the Instant Pot. And then I would have um, wrapped them in silver foil and placed them in the freezer once they'd cooled down. And then I would reheat them from frozen in the air fryer. And I would have a fantastic supply of baked potatoes that would last for ages. And it's such a great price too. You know, that's the ideal thing about the Instant Pots. You can use food like potatoes, buy the food cheap, batch cook it and freeze it for another day. And then, of course, you can use the Instant Pot for reheating your baked potatoes too. It doesn't have to just be the air fryer. For example, what you could do is grab your potatoes that you've previously wrapped in silver foil, take them out of the silver foil place them in the trivet and instant pot them for five minutes and this would help them cook through and you would have yummy baked potatoes just to enjoy however you like you know and this kind of method it's it's not blanching because you've actually cooked the potatoes first so it increases your cook time so you're not having to do as much actually on the day and I just think it's fantastic and then you just need to decide what you're going to serve your potatoes with don't you And another thing I should mention is making your baked potatoes crispy. You know, we all like a crispy skin on a baked potato. I have found that I get the best results uh, from using the Ninja Foodie. We are big Ninja Foodie fans in the Milner house. And I love the idea that you can combine the talents of the air fryer and the talents of an instant pot style pressure cooker together in one. So what I would do is I would 
pressure cook the potatoes first using um, the pressure cooker function and then spray the skins with extra virgin olive oil, some, some salt as well and place it under the air fryer lid and then you will have perfect crispy baked potatoes and it's still a lot quicker than cooking them in the oven. And you're probably thinking, well, why not just cook them the entire time in the air fryer because the cook time isn't that much different. Well, I prefer the pressure cooker because it makes the potatoes a lot lighter. They don't have that heavy feeling to them. It loses a lot of the starch off them as well. And they are so much nicer. So if you can, I recommend that you combine the use of an instant pot and an air fryer. Of course, you could use a cheap air fryer lid, but they never do a good enough job compared to what an air fryer actually does. You know, um, they kind of, kind of crisp in certain sections, but they're not quite there. It's kind of, you're in between before you actually think, well, actually, I really like the idea of an air fryer. I'm going to actually buy an air fryer. It's your stepping stone into air fryer cooking, I suppose, if you're an instant potter. So let's talk five magical ways to instant pot potatoes. So obviously baked is my number one go-to and I would always uh, cook baked potatoes the most in the instant pot. But what's confusing here though is, you know, you'll check out baked potatoes recipes in Google and you'll find that they literally all have different cooking times. And I think that confuses a lot of newbies uh, to the Instant Pot. It's like, well, how long should I be cooking my baked potato for? And I think the problem with that is that, you know, um, a lot of people are using different sized potatoes for one. So let's say you're following a baked potatoes recipe and their baked potatoes is smaller than yours. You could actually end up with an undercooked baked potato. And then the other side of the cooking times is that on some recipes, they'll call for natural pressure release. So let's say I normally recommend cooking baked potatoes for 30 minutes and then I do a quick pressure release which is where you quickly uh, move it to venting, get rid of the pressure, and you're not waiting around for your potatoes. You can just eat them straight away. You haven't got any weight to worry about. But the other way you can actually do it is you could reduce that time down and then add in some natural pressure release. For example, I've also done potatoes for 20 minutes, cook time, and then a 10-minute natural pressure release. The cook time is still the same. You still hit 30 minutes. And to be honest, I would rather avoid natural pressure release because it means I have to hang around in the kitchen until it gets to the exact time before I can actually release pressure and it becomes an effort. I would much rather be sat on the sofa with the kids, watching a movie or watching Netflix, hearing the beep, and know that our baked potatoes are ready for dinner and it's time to go in the kitchen, release the pressure and then serve them with whatever toppings we we like. Then second on the list, of course, is baby potatoes. Or do you call them new potatoes? In the UK, they've always been called new potatoes and they tend to come out in spring. 
Um, but in America, they're often labelled as baby potatoes, which I get it because they're small, so let's call them baby potatoes, shall we? Well, they are also fantastic for the Instant Pot. And this also brings me back to the yellow stickers that I was talking about, because what I tend to do is I tend to see them reduced a lot because they don't have a long shelf life because they're always sold in the bags. And I always notice that there's always a deal on them whenever I go grocery shopping. So what you can do here is you can grab a bag of baby potatoes, throw them into your steamer basket in the Instant Pot, season them and Instant Pot them. And because they're baby potatoes, they have a much quicker cook time. And then you can treat them a bit like baked potatoes, spray the skin, crisp them up, and they're absolutely perfect. Or... For recipe number three, uh, transform them into a potato salad. You know, normally when you make a potato salad, you'll fill the Instant Pot up with potatoes, place an egg on top so that the egg can boil while you're cooking your potatoes, and then mix everything together when it's done. But you've still got to peel and dice those potatoes. So instead, you could use baby potatoes to make a potato salad with. And then it's fantastic for the summer. You know, we all have our different versions of potato salad. Some of us like them with mayonnaise. Some of us like them with bacon. I've seen peppers in them as well. And you could make Brazilian ones too. It's just totally up to you. And it's just really, really fantastic for an easy potluck recipe that you could take to barbecues in the summer. Serve in the winter at parties too. It's just one of those all-round dishes that most people love. And then number four on our list is potato corn chowder. This is another one of my easy, lazy dinners that I love to cook in the Instant Pots. So what I do here is I will grab a load of potatoes, peel them if they need peeling... Um, if not, I will actually make the corn chowder with the skins on. And then I will dice them, load them into the Instant Pot with some vegetable stock. Then uh, what I will do is I normally like some vegetables in my corn chowder. So I'll probably add in some frozen cauliflower as well. And then I'll pressure cook it. And then when it's finished pressure cooking, I will stir in some frozen corn. And because the Instant Pot is still so hot, it will actually reheat that frozen corn without you needing to put the saute back on the Instant Pot. And then I'll use a hand blender and I'll partially blend the soup. And then I have a delicious corn chowder. And in the Milner's house, it's the favourite and most loved soup. You know, whenever... um, we're doing some low carb. The kids, all they'll ask for is, Mummy, please can you make corn chowder? Mummy, please can I have the soup with the corn in? So that's what George always says, soup with the corn in. You know, but every now and again, I'll fool him with a lower carb version. So if you're not into potatoes, which <laughs> sounds ridiculous on a potatoes podcast episode, but if you are reducing your potatoes, or if you don't have that many potatoes left over to put in it... You can actually swap them with more frozen cauliflower because it's absolutely fantastic and it produces a very similar texture and flavour as well. And it's it's uh, my go-to. So normally if I'm in a rush, 
for dinner and I want something lazy, I'll throw in potatoes, some frozen cauliflower stock, seasoning, and then at the end, a bit of hand blending and some frozen corn. And there you have it. That's dinner on the table. And then maybe serve it with some air fry dinner rolls. And it's just amazing. And then last on the list, which is actually another use of baked potatoes in the Instant Pot, is our Instant Pot pork loin and potatoes. The idea for this came about because what was happening is that I was noticing that there was a lot of Instant Pot recipes doing the rounds where people wanted to have the meat and potatoes together But the problem was that when the meat had a ridiculously long cook time, such as a big pork loin, you know, your potatoes go to mush and they're they're not edible. They're perfect for making a potato-based creamy sauce for the pork, but they were no good for actually um, cooking potatoes to actually serve with it. So what I did instead was I got the trivet out, I placed the pork loin on the trivet, and then use the gaps surrounding it to put the biggest baked potatoes I could find around it. Now, the cook time for this was an hour, and baked potatoes normally take half an hour. So because these were bigger than usual potatoes, they ended up coming out perfectly cooked because they weren't in the water, so they needed a longer cook time because the distance from the water was bigger than usual. And it gave you the opportunity to be able to have sliced pork loin and potatoes at the same time. I normally have it with a salad as well. And you're not thinking, oh, my potatoes are mushy. It just turns out perfect. And, you know, it's a perfect example of with the Instant Pot to understand your cook times so that you can have your meat and potatoes at the same time or your meat and vegetables at the same time. You know, it's just a bit of mixing and matching to kind of get it right. Um, And once you get a head around that, it's really easy using Instant Pot. So this week's recipe of the week is Instant Pot Meatloaf and Mashed Potatoes. I want to talk about this one because it's another great example of meat and potatoes together and how easy it is to make that completed meal. What we did is we placed the potatoes in the bottom of the Instant Pot and then, of course, liquid so that the Instant Pot would go to pressure. Then we added the trivet. So the trivet trivet is kind of sat on top of the potatoes And then after that, what you can do is using your egg bites moulds, you can put little meatloafs or you can use meatballs instead and place them into the little egg bite moulds, place the lid on it and secure it on top. So then the meatloafs are not touching the mash and creating a complete dinner in the Instant Pot. And then, of course, place the lid on the Instant Pot and you can cook for just 10 minutes. And because the potatoes are in the water, they cook a lot quicker. So you're achieving the perfect mashed potatoes at the same time as perfectly cooked meatloafs. And then when you're done and you've released your pressure, you can remove the egg bite moulds, let them rest a little while. And while that's happening you can be mashing your potatoes and you can do that in the instant pot so you're saving on washing up 
And then if you have any mash leftover, then it's perfect uh, for using for leftovers the next day. And that's what we like to do. And of course, these these egg bite molds are fantastic for any uh, ground minced beef, pork, lamb or whatever. So you could do mini burgers with them as well if that's your thing. Or you could even um, do them with leftovers that you've got that needs using up and make it into a kind of a leftover meal. But that's what we love to do. And, you know, it gives your egg bites mold another purpose other, other than, uh, making traditional egg bites. You know, so it's just a bit of fun and something different. So we've been asking our readers in our Facebook group. If you're not a member, it's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash recipe this. You're very welcome to join. And we've been asking them what questions they would like answering in regards to Instant Pot Potatoes. Well, Vera wanted to know um, if McCain's frozen potatoes could go in the Instant Pot. I'm assuming she's talking about the wonderful baked potatoes that you can buy from McCain's. The answer is yes, you can, Vera. Uh, But let me tell you first, I bet you didn't know this, but I used to make the McCain's baked potatoes. I worked at a potato factory when I was 16 and we used to make those for everybody and they still bring a smile to my face now when I see them for sale in the supermarket. So all you would do is, like I mentioned earlier on in the podcast, grab your frozen potatoes from the freezer, place them on the steamer basket and and I would recommend 10 minutes for the McCain's ones because they're rather big and chunky. But you might find that you'll experiment with this and might take it down a little bit. It just depends how you like your potatoes. Because remember, McCain's potatoes are already cooked, so you're literally just reheating frozen potatoes in the Instant Pot. And then Dennis wanted to know uh, why his potatoes are bland. Well, Dennis, it's a universal problem when it comes to the Instant Pot, and that's because Because of the way it pressure cooks, it strips quite a lot of the flavour from your food. I notice, for example, when I'm cooking a curry, um, that I need to add three times the amount of curry powder than I would if I was cooking on the stove. So what I would recommend is that you double your seasoning that you would normally add to your potatoes. And then when they finish cooking, do a quick taste test and adjust with some extra salt and pepper if required. Well, that is a wrap. I recommend you head over to RecipeThis.com and check out all the kitchen gadget recipes. After all, there are more than a thousand to choose from. Also, please, please, please leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed the episode because the more reviews means the more people will find us and learn about the magic of cooking with kitchen gadgets. We've also created an awesome podcast index for you at recipethis.com forward slash podcast. You can grab all links mentioned, resources and explore other episodes. Thanks again for listening and ciao for now.